All right, now we're in the cold open. So, like, we're not going to, like, you know. So, now this is a good time to, like, talk about anything that we don't think could make an actually good full segment. Check it out, guys. Look at this gigantic water bottle. I am holding in my hands a water bottle with 138 ounces in it. That is one gallon. Mm -hmm. And it's full of sink water. (laughs) So, stereos. You know what the number one killer of people in Indonesia is? Uh, White people going over there and... Running them over with the those little scooters. Drinking the sink water <laughs> is the number one cause of death and heart disease in Indonesia. So to bring awareness to this killer, mm-hmm. <laughs> I am drinking an entire gallon of sink water for trans rights. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring up two problems. Not problems. Not problems. <laughs> questions. Go ahead. Two questions. You're allowed to ask questions. questions. Okay. So if the sink water keeps killing them, why do they keep drinking the sink water? Like... What else are you going to drink? Beer? No one will be able to drive after that. <laughs> the sink water is killing people in Indonesia? Correct. Or how about this? Like, lack of clean water access. Is, like, that the real problem? Not the sink water? Because if I knew water was poisonous, I would stop drinking it. Well, you got to drink water. You'll die if you don't drink water. But all they have is dirty sink water. I'm looking this up. So it's the same problem. You're the- just rewording my point. No, 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 no. Hold on. Indonesia. Don't mansplain sink water. <laughs> Indonesia, highest cause of death. Okay. Ah, okay. Ah, the CDC Global Health Rankings. The number one cause of death in Indonesia is actually strokes, followed by heart disease. Yes, stroking your canoe through the water. And then poisoning it. And everyone drinking the water. And I fucking already said the sink water was causing the heart disease. (laughs) So that is the same thing. It's like saying he died in a terrorist attack or he died in a bombing. Like, it's the same shit. Diabetes, lower respiratory infections. Ah, my cause, road injuries. That's number three. Let me see where drinking sink water is. (laughs) Diabetes. You're going to die if you beat a... If you... um, You're going to die if you beat a... (laughs) If you beat a me to the grocery store to buy all the bottled water. Why is the monster saying this? (laughs) Because he's on a vacation. (laughs) Let him enjoy his time. He's contributing to the local economy. Hopefully, so get them some clean sink water. (laughs) Okay, I feel like I've made my point that... (laughs) You, that what you're saying makes no sense. And if anything, you know, the water might not be poisonous to the people in Indonesia. It might just be poisonous to the tourists that go to Indonesia. Fucking okay, racist. Do you think white people have different plumbing inside of them? I think we both know that sometimes when Americans go to Mexico, they contract what is known as Montezuma's Revenge. Which is, that we're not, we don't have the same immunities to certain agents in the water that that the local people do, and it makes us sick. You told me about something called Bali Belly. What if the problem is you're just going over there, affixing your mouth to the sink and turning the faucet all the way, going glug, glug, <laughs> glug, it's time to chug, chug, chug. Uh, well, first of all, Bali Belly is a disease that everyone over there has all the time. Everyone has diarrhea constantly <laughs> and is in pain always. That is why no one has fixed the sink water yet, because everyone is so sick. I heard something about a flower pot. Flower pot? Oh, yeah, Stuffin uh, shit in a flower pot, because he was having diarrhea. Uh, Stuffin was coming home. Stuffin was coming home from... um Your pet pork. 
Yes, my pet warrior's war hero mm-hmm. is coming home from um dinner one night mm-hmm. and Stuffin had a terrible case of Bolly Belly. Like like Stuffin was in the throes of it that night mm-hmm. and Stuffin had diarrhea but was walking like cutting taking a shortcut through a resort. Like uh, it was like an open air resort with cottages instead of a building, mm-hmm. and it, it was dead of night. And Stuffin said, "It's either me or my pants. It's either this flower pot or my pants." <laughs> and Stuffin had to fertilize a flower pot. You know, I've never seen Stuffin wearing pants before. Yeah, he wore. He bought a bunch of those uh those tie drawstring pants, the ones that are really hard to tie. <laughs> for pork? Yeah, uh huh. They sell them for porgs over there. Okay. They love porgs. They're like, we don't care that you shit in a flower pot. But to be fair, to be fair, stuff and shit in a flower pot at a resort that was like not locally owned. So fucking figure it out, Hilton. Who cares? <laughs> Ethical flower pot shitting. You can just admit to shitting in the flower pot. No one will think less of you. You had diarrhea. It's okay. That's how stuff and discovered squat shitting like an eagle. That's how Stuffin discovered it? No, well, that's not true, because Stuffin discovered it in the uh, hotel where there was a shithole, a literal shithole <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> but uh, Stuffin knew that by perching like an eagle, it would, the, the deed would be done mm-hmm. quick. The, the dirty deed would be done dirt cheap, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I do. So just to, so just to be clear, you are drinking a gallon of New York sink water to Correct. support the sink water rights of people in Indonesia, who you believe the number one cause of death in their country is is drinking dirty sink water, and you also believe the dirty sink water causes heart disease. You also have a pet pork who bought pork pants, but to protect their pork pants, took down their pork pants and shit into a flower pot that was owned by a, a Western resort, not an Eastern resort. So even if this flower pot did get hurt, we're only hurting the Hilton Corporation, so who cares? And also trans rights. I thought I said that. How did you miss the trans rights? You know what? Society has missed the trans rights. I don't blame you. It's not your fault, Asterios. It's society's fault. Glug, glug, bitches. Welcome, everybody, to the Loudest Podcast. Loudest podcast on the internet. I'm drinking a gallon of water, and with me is the host, Asteria. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast on the internet. Please, you have to burp during my introduction. Asterius, I'm drinking. I, I can't control when I burp. Yes, you do. No, that I don't. That was the most controlled burp. You lean forward into the microphone to burp. I can't control when I burp or fart. I'm sorry. Anyway, welcome to the show. Welcome back for the second week in a row, Sarantia. Downloads spiked on your return episode. Yeah, because those prior two were, <laughs> oh, buddy, that was rough. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yes, I understand. There's currently some kind of Twitter poll out right now that our amazing artist, Berries and Cream, <laughs> is running. Berries and Cream, by the way, she made the amazing Pin Rancha and Garf Stereo's pins. She also made a set of fantastic bird dad and bird mom posters it's poster time baby yeah we, we'll talk about that a little later but those will be our november 15 dollar exclusives so you should ramp back up because these make amazing christmas gifts but anyway 
Um, yeah, so Bears of Cream is running a Twitter poll. I think it's just who's better, Asterios or Sarantia? I think I'm losing by... I think you have three times the votes that I do. Uh, not as of this morning. I think it is 70-30 now. Oh, okay. So, what, 2.66 times the votes that I do? I don't know how to math. Okay. <laughs> what do I do look? Do I look like a math guy? No way. Oh, no on. fucking way. <laughs> I am losing by three to one in this vote. I don't even know what the vote is for. I don't think it's like whoever wins, I will draw them. I think Berries and Cream just wants to know who's better. And right now, it's Sarantia by a lot. Sarantia's definitely more hydrated with delicious fluoride and zinc. <laughs> I guess you could argue she's better for the planet because she's trying to help the people of Indonesia and trans people. And definitely the trans people of Indonesia. Oh my god, yes. With this water drinkery scheme. Dude, there is like a political... There's a very controversial political thing happening down there right now that I had no idea about about until a taxi driver told me. Until I already got there, so no escape. Um, Apparently, Indonesia is the largest... Like percentage-wise, Muslim country okay. in the entire world. Yeah, but one island that I was on, Bali, is almost a hundred percent Hindu. It's like the only island in this archipelago that is uh, predominantly Hindi. So there is a their government is set to or vote on or institute, I don't remember, a law that would make fornication illegal. If anybody in the audience doesn't know what that is, it's like fucking someone you're not married to that would make fornication illegal. And like it keeps getting delayed, I think, because the... Balinese government is like this will obliterate the only in like the tourism industry, which we rely on almost entirely <laughs> for money. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to Bali to get my fuck on, not to get my fuck taken off. Like, it would make it illegal to fucking, like, rent a hotel room with someone, with someone the wife. opposite sex right, that exactly. you aren't married to. Well, but what if me and her were just business partners? You know, like, we were both sent down there by IBM, you know, her in her tight-fitting business suit, and me in my khakis and shirt— and, like, what if we just had a big presentation and we both came in and we're like, we got it. We got the account. Oh, my God. This is so great. I feel so alive. I, I feel like I just got to celebrate, you know, like, let's get some champagne. So we get a bottle of champagne and then it's just kind of like, you know, I feel like you did such a good job in that presentation, Asterius, that you deserve a big reward. What, does she have a big old vagina? Why? Why it's would Roseanne. you? It's Roseanne Farr. Yes, and so, and <laughs> I so like she... a big with a bitch. I like a bitch with a big old vagina. Yeah. Oh, let me munch that <laughs> roast beef, baby. Well, it's a, she calls it buffet style, and so yeah, exactly. You deserve a big reward, which is to like get like half your body stuck in this. Let me get to this golden corral down here. It's. It's uh, it's like the she calls it her IHOP's unlimited pancakes are back vagina, and uh, yeah, so Mine you know. Was better. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Mine was better. Of course, yours was better. You're winning in the poll. You don't think I know? <laughs> you don't think I know how this works? I want a bitch with a clit so big I can bite on it. <laughs> 
Let me You're play, making me spit hot coffee. Let me play tetherball with that clit, baby. <laughs> anyway, that would be made illegal if this law passes. You'd no longer be able to fly your 747 into the Grand Canyon. That is, let's call her Roseanne Barr's big old vagina. <laughs> Which... Would be a great name for her comeback special, by the way. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, my first thought when this dude was telling me about this was, how would you ever fucking prove that? Like, how how would you ever prove that two people fucked if they denied it? But then I just think- ask the guy because he'll tell you. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I fucked. I got my fuck on last night. Wait, why am I in handcuffs? What? I'm being hung. You're getting what? stoned to death now. And then I think to myself, well, Sorrento, you don't know what the fucking burden of proof here is. This is a country that still regularly canes people. <laughs> Yeah. A punishment. You have no idea. Like the grand priest might be able to just say, "Okay, yeah, you're going to jail now." Like you don't know what the fucking justice system how it works, what standards you must meet. Here's how I would be able to tell if two people were fucking. I would look for like those like kind of cryptic inside like social media posts back and forth where like, you know, let's say like a dude posts a picture of like a cool stadium and then all of a sudden like this girl's like Oh my God, that place is so cool. I'd love to see that stadium one day. And it's kind of like, I think these two are. And <laughs> the stadium is my big old vagina. <laughs> my cavernous vagina. I am Bane. This vagina is now mine. Do you feel like you're in control, Tom Arnold? <laughs> so, now, now you've told me this great story about what a taxi driver has told you about fornication. And how it's being made legal. Now, over there on our whiteboard, I see the phrase. And we have a whiteboard now where, like, we just write down various topics that we want to talk about on the show. I see the the phrase taxi racist. Oh, yeah. This was the same uh, driver that told me that. It was as racist as fuck taxi driver. It was fucking awesome. I get in the car and he's, he's t- explaining this to me. I was like, oh, wow. So are you? He's like. Uh, uh, what religion are you? I was like, oh, I don't. I just say I'm Catholic because it makes the conversation shorter. And then a hundred country where a hundred percent of people are religious. It's like I'm Catholic. He's like, oh, me too. And I was like, wow. He's like, yeah, I hate Muslims. I was like, oh, like he just straight up was like, okay. Hmm. There, we need to import American style dog whistle, like. We know, like, for a long time, we were just like, black people live in the cities. But now we call them, like, the urban centers. You know what I mean? Like, this picture is targeted to the urban market. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We got to, the American-style dog whistle for that would just be like, like, uh, I don't know if their religion is compatible with Western values. If he'd said that, they would have given that guy a podcast. Uh, I, also, Western values, the middle of the Asian Pacific. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. There are we- This taxi driver's got to work out his racism. You can't just come out and go, I don't like, you can't just say that. And then a few sentences after me telling him I was from New York, he's like, ah, yes, you know 9-11? I was like, yes, I know 9-11. <laughs> Wow. He's like, Muslims caused 9-11. I was like, yes, I'm aware. <laughs> oh, my God. But if you just be like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. This all makes so much sense now. Oh, God, I got to make a call to the Southern Poverty Law. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> I've made a grave error. Oh my god! <laughs> I'd like to apologize to the other minority groups I played for 9-11. Yeah, you know the one. <laughs> Turns out it was the Muslims. Uh, I would like to apologize to anyone else of a similar complexion or headdress style. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, hey, that, do you have any more Indonesian tales you want to tell as long as we're retelling Indonesian tales? Uh, the last uh, thing I'd like to say for this segment is um, if you are Saranch's hot travel tips. Mm. If you are a woman, bring your own tampons okay. when you go to Indonesia. Let me just tell you. Well, are, wait, are the tampons down there like super expensive? Is there another pink tax we have to worry about? You want to talk about culture shock. You will be unpleasantly surprised by what other cultures consider acceptable to shove into a vagina. <laughs> what? <sighs> the only reg- the only hesitation I have in making this recommendation is that I, can- I cannot physically force you to buy your own tampons <laughs> before you go to Indonesia. But let me tell you, you will thank me. You will thank me. You will name your firstborn child after me. You will be so thankful. <laughs> I'm gonna need, and I, I don't, I don't like that I have to say this. I'm gonna need more information. Look, I don't even know how these American style tampons work. The, oh, I only learned how a tampon worked like like five days ago when Sriracha told me. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I thought you put the whole tube up there, I, not the cardboard part, but I thought like you put it in there like a dildo or something. But then Saranta tells me that, like, you aim the cardboard in, but then you pull a string, and it, like, shoots a bunch of cotton into your gooch like a cotton, like a, like a, like a Ghostbuster blaster, but for cotton. Okay, here's a vagina, and here's a tampon. Can you make it bigger like Roseanne's? <laughs> here, here is a vagina. Okay, thank you. And here is a tampon. Ready? Mm-hmm. So the tampon is a... This is actually a very educational segment because I know it's a fucking sausage fest in these downloads. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I just know you need them. So, you know, here's what I know about tampons real quick. Asterios, I'm out of tampons. Since you're going to CVS anyway, can you get me tampons? I go, yes. Please name the specific brand and type. Like Tampax, Pearl, Heavy. Like, give me everything you can about the, and then I go, I buy the thing, and you know what? I don't ask the girl to Venmo me for them later. A tampon kind of looks like, from the outside, a hypodermic needle. Yes. In that, okay, so there's a tube of card made of cardboard or plastic. One much more comfortable than the other. Mm-hmm. And inside of that tube, the tube is hollow, the actual cotton tampon is in there. And there is also, like a hypodermic needle, where what you would call, like, the... What's the pushy part? The plunger. The plunger. The plunger is also made of cotton or cardboard. You stick the entire apparatus into your vagina, but you leave the plunger out. You hold the tampon between your two fingers, and you push like you're giving someone a shot and then the tampon goes out into your vagina like a rocket and then you remove the apparatus and put it into the garbage <laughs> so so that so the cardboard tube is like a rocket launcher correct and there's a plunger on the back i've never seen this plunger although to be fair i've never unwrapped a tampon i just i've only seen them in there 
Like they're twinkie, they're twinkified state. Right. When you, after you remove it, the uh, plunger collapses into the tube for okay. easy throwaway. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. So it's like a, so it's like a push, it's like a push activated rocket launcher. You aim it up your, up your buddy. You push the thing. It sprays cotton up into you like foam at a foam party. The the rocket launcher is empty. You throw the rocket launcher away. What's with the string though? String is for just pulling it out, man. You got you got to you don't want you don't want to go digging in there when you don't need to. Our nails are long; they grow very fast. Okay, I sorry. Disgusting question. Go for it. What happened if the string break? <sighs> then you're in the shits. Then you got so you got a problem. Um, I had a girl in college. A girl I knew in college. Uh, she went, she, the string broke on her tampon. So she went in there to, you pull it out. Like it's a, it's a limited reservoir of where it can go. So usually not a problem. If you, you just gotta get in there like a marine, power through it. But when she went to pull it out, the tampon was so saturated that it broke in, like she ripped and she had half of a tampon stuck in her and she had to go to, uh, the emergency room for them to use, it's gonna. Um, it's coming to me. Four steps. Five steps. Speculum. A speculum, and get it out. Okay. Okay. Was this problem caused by the fact that she'd left it in for too long? Was that the issue? Probably. Okay. What's the shelf life on these? Uh, wait. I'm sorry. What's the gooch life on these? Like. How long are they good for down there? Let me tell you a tale. Okay. Let me tell you a tale. Okay. When I was in college, I also had no idea how tampons worked yes. for my first couple of years. I had attempted to put in a tampon at one because, of course, my parents didn't fucking teach me this because why would they? <laughs> what I had done is not use the applicator. Like, fuck the applicator. I don't even know what I thought the applicator was for. You probably thought it was just like to protect the cotton. Probably. Yeah. So I, t- I, t- I would, oh, I opened the tampon and I removed the cotton part and just tried to smash it up there. And I was like, wow, this hurts. Guess tampons aren't for me. And then I never tried again until I was in college and we were going to, uh, the beach. And one of my friends was like, Sarantra, do you want to come to the beach? Do you want to, we're driving down to the beach. You want to come? And I was like, oh, I would, but I got my period. And they were like, why don't you just wear a tampon? And I was like, oh, uh, I tried to put one in and it really, really hurt. And they're like, it hurt. That doesn't make any sense. How did you try to put it in? And I had to have a friend demonstrate putting a tampon in a vagina because I had no idea how to do it. Now, when you say demonstrate putting a tampon in a vagina, do you mean perhaps they took a, like a stuffed porg doll and then kind of use that as like a sample and like being like, oh, this is where the cut, aim it at the pork's butthole and then this. No, no, she just changed her tampon in front of me and showed me how to do it. It's not weird. It's like nap dates. It's not weird. But, uh. Wait. She took off her panties in front of you. In the bathroom, obviously. <laughs> your college bathroom. Yes. So she slowly peeled down her panties right in front of you and said, Sarasha, let me show you how it's done. And then. Removed a long object and then slowly. The least sexual thing on the face of the planet, changing a tampon. This is turning someone on. This is a real tampon heavy episode. But one of the things, the reason why I brought up this story is because. flow. Yes. You done? (laughs) I'm allowed to make zingers, Sarantia. Let me make my goddamn zingers. And I'm allowed to drink water. In New York, that is. Guys, sink water kills an estimated 900,000 
Polynesian people, Indonesian people, a year. In America, we can drink all the sink water we want. Makes your teeth stronger. And also, it turns the frogs gay, which is an added benefit because it controls the frog populations. <laughs> Anyways, I remember her saying, uh, I, I was asking her, I asked, how do I know when to change it? And she looks at me, she's just like, you'll know. <laughs> and she was 100% right. Yes. You just know. You just know. You just know. It just feels different. So there's a, there's a saturation point. Yes. And then you're kind of like, oh, my pussy diaper's full. Time, because a baby does know when their diaper's full. They cry. So. It's pretty much our fault for not letting them just poop like they would in the wild. No, <laughs> just they everywhere. Would. Okay. Quick question. Uh, I actually have like nine questions. Uh, I was from the time in my day. There was the boys' health class and the girls' health class. There wasn't, like, the mixed health class. It was, like, we went, like, Mr. Mayorana took us to the gym and was, like, here's a picture of your dick. <laughs> and then Mrs., Mrs., like, my ocean took the ladies into the home ec room and was, like, here's how you put in a, a, a buddy, like a, like a lady buddy. Like, so, I, so at no point has anybody ever taught me this, um, if you... <laughs> If you have a Roseanne-sized vagina, do you need like a two tampons? Do you know that? Do you not know that they make tampon sizes? I swear to God, no. I thought that referred to the flow. They'll be like medium tampon, large tampon. I thought that referred to like how much blood there was. I mean, it does, but it also functions as a size thing. <laughs> do they make like? Like, for me, I use Magnum condoms, like, for, because it's like, I'm a little bit bigger down there, and so it's kind of like, well, I need some more comfort, and it's more comfortable for, for the lady, too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, do they make, like, Magnum-sized tampons? Did you hear that Magnum had to, they sell multiple sizes of condoms, but nobody was buy nobody wanted to buy the small ones, so they had to change it to large, extra large, and, like, gargantuan or something, like, <gasps> large, extra large, gigantic, apocalyptic. Yeah, I know, because, well, because the thing was, it was like... There was all this shelf space being wasted for, like, the little big guys. And it's kind of like, so sometimes I'd get there and they'd be all out of mammoth-sized condoms. <laughs> mammoth. And it's just like, this is, this is I, I. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm going to fucking throw up. Oh, you're going to throw up. I'm going to fucking throw up. Oh, you're going to throw up. <laughs> well, anyway, I would just love to know if there's, like, a specialty tampon out there called, like, the big one. Called, like, the bazooka. Called, like. Called like God's mop. It's called the Diva Cup, bro. Thank you. I now have nine questions. <laughs> the Diva Cup I've never understood. Because okay. I here's how I hear about the Diva Cup. I hear about the Diva Cup in terms of sustainability. Like like I've heard, you know, in a, in a lot of poor countries, well, they can't afford to just be like buying tampons and throwing them away. And so a lot of times, like, girls, when they were on their period, they couldn't go to school. So the nice thing about the Diva Cup was it was washable and reusable. So, like, it would allow women to continue their education even then when they had a – like, I heard about the Diva Cup in the, in the, the you know, that kind of uh, realm. So I know the Diva Cup is good, but I don't know how it worked. I've heard that you fold it up and you stick it up there. But it's like, how do you know when it's full? Where do you dump it? What do you do? I'm very pro Diva Cup, but I don't know how it works. 
It's a little cup. It's like a shot glass. What is it? It pretty much is just shot glass. Um, a diva cup is a little more complicated. Uh, diva cup. You are correct. You're mostly correct. It's a silicon for uh, our for our sausage party of a listener base. Yes. A diva cup is a small silicon. It really does look like a shot glass <laughs> with a kind of a string. It's got a pole. It's tab. got a string. I didn't know about yes. the string. This is making more sense. So you fold it in half and you, like a suppository, you stick it up there and then over the course of the day, it fills up like when you got the end of the day, like your diva cup is full like an Italian mother's wine glass when her children who never come visit are there for Christmas. (laughs) You pull it out, but uh, you usually, first of all, like the amount of blood on most days is not enough, at least for me to fill a diva cup. Okay. But you can tell when it's full if you get spotting in your underwear. Otherwise, you're just supposed to pull it out every couple of hours, I think. Okay. All right. Thank you. This is making more sense. So the diva, so one's cup can runneth over. Correct. And then you see spotting. So when you spot the spotting, it's time to it's time to change the cup. I like it. This diva cup seems cheaper and more convenient. It's like you could just have one forever. Why don't girls like in America use the diva cup? It's just uncomfortable. Oh, it's less comfortable. Okay. It's, yeah, no, like a tampon, you could set it and forget it, but you're not gonna forget that diva cup's there. <laughs> Got it. Okay. No, that makes fucking sense. Okay. The pad. Now, I've always thought the pad makes the most sense because I didn't understand how the tampon works. Well, you clearly don't understand how vaginas work either. I thought you had to like stick a whole cylinder up there and I was always like, well, why wouldn't you just wear the pad? Do you wear the pad in conjunction with the tampon? No. I don't know. What if you need extra? What if you're wearing super expensive underwear? I don't know. They make these things called panty liners that are for where you're when you're wearing super expensive underwear. It is, is a panty liner. It's essentially a very very thin pad. Uh, okay. Most women do not like pads because they are unsanitary and they stink and they're. Uh, it's uh, you crinkle when you walk, like you wear a diaper, and everybody on the street is like, "Who's that fucking furry, fucking crinkler? Get out of here!" And then they throw rocks and hot coffee at you. Okay, <laughs> this is this is fantastic. Panty liners. It just real quick is a panty liner. Are all panty liners pads? But not all pads are panty liners. Is it like the rectangle square thing, or is it like? Are, or, or is a panty liner like an entirely different class of vaginal appliance? It's like saying apples and oranges are both fruit, but there's no point in comparing them because, okay, so a panty liner follows basically the same mechanism as a pad, yeah. but they serve different purposes. Okay. Like you do not want to wear a panty liner when you're on your period with no tampon in. <laughs> okay, so a panty liner, and it, so a panty liner must be worn with a tampon. Correct. Got it. That's what I thought a pad was. It was like an extra kind of spillover guy in case there was some spillover. Oh, uh, if you need a ta- tampon and a pad, go to the doctor because uh, something is jacked with your shit, bro. <laughs> God damn. Okay. The diva cup, the tampon, the pad, the panty liner. This has been a really educational episode. It has. I've heard about this thing called free bleeding. Oh, God. That's not a thing. Look. I assume that I assume that this is like one person on Tumblr who made up a thing and then 
like asshole dudes on the internet used to make fun of ladies. But like just to just to kind of put it to bed, like what would that just be that like you're wearing a skirt out in the woods and like you're just kind of bleeding into the ground? I think it is just getting your period. I think that it, I, uh, it, it and not using any type of thing to soak up the blood. I think that's just what it is. So okay, but so but but th- so so I'm guessing you can't wear panties then because your panties would be destroyed. So it's kind of like is the idea that you're just like walking around again. Is the idea that you're just like walking around barefoot with a skirt in the woods and just bleeding into the ground? I have no idea what the idea is because nobody is doing it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know what free bleeding is. This is my hey. I thought there were no stupid questions. I'm a boy. I never said that. I'm there are stupid questions, and these have all been stupid questions. Like, oh, now I'm being attacked because I want to know more about women's rights. Oh, okay. Well, then next time, I guess I'll just assume that you're all a bunch of witches who sink up your periods, put the menstrual blood in our tea to trick us into marrying you. Is that what you want? Uh, yes. And uh, watch, I watched Midsommar. That happens in Midsommar. Wait, what? Oh, God. Some chick puts her pubes and her menstrual blood in a cake and feeds it to a guy as like a love ritual. Dude, that movie fucked me up. It was pretty good. She needed the pubes too? Isn't that overkill? Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was thinking. I think the only reason that they put pubes in it was so narratively you could tell that there was something fucked up because the guy like pulls a pube out of his mouth and is like, oh my god, is this pubic hair? And then he looks in the cake and there's like pubes in the cake. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to say you got to chop up those pubes. It's like, that's what you got to do. Dice them, mince them real finely. You know, like... Uh, Put a bunch of pubes in, well, let's see, it's a cake. If it was a carrot cake, because carrot cakes have, like, vegetables in them, right? Carrots. Yeah, there you go. Uh, look, I've heard people zucchini tell me. Zucchini bread. Yeah, zucchini bread, exactly. As so, like, Julian, your zucchini, put the, maybe, exactly, that's how you do it. I'm a fucking puke. Stop talking about pubes. We'll be pubes. right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Oh, God. You're the one who brought up the pube cake. Not me. I did. Touche. I've been gorilla minded. It's the power of nootropics. <laughs> Have you been taking your nootropics, hysterics? <laughs> Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast, our most educational episode yet. I hope we all learned something today. I, I did. I learned a shitload. They should just play that part of the podcast instead of health class. It would save boys a lot of problems. And, and it would girls. probably give girls a lot of complexes. Yeah, because I, I didn't fucking know how to use a tampon. They never fucking explained that to me. Even. Yeah, exactly. That sucks. Um, okay, so you've asked me to load up a, a clip or something. Here. Dude, this is hysterical. I saw the funniest fucking clip um, on Twitter, and I chased it down and found the source for it because it is the funniest goddamn thing I have ever seen. It's like a work of art. There are so many different layers of hilarious shit happening in this, and I will tell you it, after you finish watching it. This is called, uh, I have written on the board as Omaha Mom Mad at Anime Titties, but I don't remember what the exact name of the video is. Okay, well, I see the, I see the title here, Omaha Mom Upset with quote, inappropriate book her daughter brought home from school library, okay? And we're going to play the clip for the audience at home. Monica King's 11-year-old daughter checked this anime-style book out from the Monroe Middle School Library. She heard that there, there was some... It's called Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Cafe? Correct. Okay. Okay, I'm going to hit play again. 
cuss words and stuff, and she thought it was a cool book, so she checked it out to see for herself. But King says her daughter, who's in sixth grade, immediately knew something was off. My daughter came, brought it straight to me and said, Mom, I know you don't like this, so I wanted to show you. The book King's daughter brought home is part of the Japanese this, graphic okay, novel series. Here. So this daughter snitched out herself on this anime book? Dude, the first... the. the First, one of the funniest parts about this whole video to me is that the kid was straight up like, clearly this kid stumbled into something that she didn't know, but the mom is even like, yeah, she wanted the book with the swears. <laughs> she went to the library and probably told the library, hello, I would like the book with the swears in it, please. She says that that book is cool. And honestly, when I was a kid, nothing was cooler than looking up swear words in the dictionary. We we did that. We did do that. No, I remember as a, like, dude, I do remember as an 11-year-old, like, hearing that a book had swears like sitting and f- frantically looking in the pages of fucking like lord of the flies to find where the swears were yes exactly okay that's true all right um because i remember they, they they said bastard in that book and i was like yeah yeah right. fuck yeah he is a bastard swears all right i'm gonna hit play again kobayashi's dragon maid the story involves a dragon which transforms into a young human woman in a maid outfit this particular story features drawings of the dragon maid exposing most of her breasts. Okay. This whole chapter right here talks about how enlarged her breasts are. Oh! Okay, I'm hitting <laughs> pause! Exposing most of her breasts! Um, Wait a minute! Do you love, do you love how they keep zooming in on the back of the book because they don't know, the cameraman doesn't know that, uh, Japanese read the other way. You're right. Oh my god, you're right. They think that's the cover. But wait, exposing most of her pre- look, it's nip or it's nothing in America. Nip, go to jail. No nip, high art. Beautiful, perfect, amazing. Sometimes also nip high art. That's but, true. Um, but I mean, I'm talking about in America here. It's like, were there nips or not? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I fa- discovered the clip, the full clip, by looking up the Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid subreddit. Okay. And people were debating whether or not, like, even people in the comments were like, well, uh, this book does show a lot of tits. Like, a lot of tits. So, a of lot course. Of tits or a lot of cleavage? A lot of decolletage. Uh, that's what I thought. So, I'm like, okay, obviously, I gotta read this book now. <laughs> so, I looked up scans uh-huh. of it and, like, I don't know if I would let my 11-year-old read. Like, totally. Her nipples are censored. Okay. But the rest is there. Okay, no, 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 no. I know what you're saying. No, that is a thing. When it comes to regular library books, I mean, she's a sixth grader. This is, is definitely inappropriate. King says she wants to know how this novel made its way onto the school library shelves. Because I think if somebody reviewed this book, it would have not hit that, that school library. We reached out to Omaha Public Schools about King's concern. In the statement, district spokesperson Jeremy Maskell says staff does review material for recommended audiences. They go on to say this novel is recommended for young adults, but acknowledges parents have their own opinions on what is best for their child, something which King says is true. All right, I'm hitting pause here. Wow. The school is going to bat for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Jeremy is a fucking weeb. Yes! Jeremy is a fucking weeb. First of all, how fucking based is it that when you... (laughs) This school admin 
government or superintendent or whoever gets a call from the local news saying, hey, we are you got a big you're giving sixth graders <laughs> books with gigantic inflated anime tits in it. You have any kind of comment? And instead of being like, we are so sorry, we have no idea how this happens and we are reviewing our policy standards. This dude is like, yeah, bitch, you know what the fuck it is. We got big titty anime dragons at this middle school. Don't like it? A uh, Catholic girls school is down the road, buddy. Bitch, we teach calculus? Fuck it. Politics? Fuck it. At this school, Karen, we teach real life lesson, which is deciding which big titty anime dragon you want to motorboat until you get a concussion. This, we teach the real lessons at Monroe Middle School. Everybody complains, oh, no one uses the library anymore. They're just for the homeless. My tax dollars go to the library. And then when we get a book that's flying off the shelves full of flying dragon girls with their big tits flying around everywhere in different directions, apparently. Sriracha's making arm motions where they're going in different directions. Now we got to call the school news. I blame this sixth grade girl for narking out this book. Mommy, I took out a book that I thought would have awesome swear words in it, but it has totally not awesome anime oh, yeah. dragon no, tippies. Instead, I saw awesome tits. Wow. First world problem, Becky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, uh, a lot of the comments on the Reddit thread were like super pissed off at the girl. I'm so pissed off at this girl. She ruined it for everyone else. She narked, she narked out the big anime titties. Now there's going to be boys and girls who want to see big dragon titties and they're going to have to go on the disgusting dark web where they'll probably be kidnapped and sold oh. into some kind of Silk Road slavery. The dark web. Yeah. Oh, man. You kids. You kids these days have no idea. When I, Back in my day, when I wanted to see big anime titties, you know what I had to do? You had to sneak out into the family computer. Which mm-hmm. was in the middle of the fucking living room where mm-hmm. everyone could see your film. There was none of this sitting in shame in your room on your phone looking at anime tits. And you had to pr- load up the computer, hope to God it worked, and pray to fucking Christ that your parents did not wake up and see you looking at big titty anime bitches. Now, I see fucking big titty anime bitches by accident sometimes. <laughs> I'll just be at work on Twitter.com scrolling like, oh, guess I'm looking at porn on my computer now. <laughs> you kids have it way too easy. You really do. Wow, now who's the fucking boomer? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so uh, can I stop watching this clip or is there more? Uh, did the pa- it's pretty much over after that. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad we both agree this is the little girl's fault. She should be expelled. She should lose it. I hope the librarians find this little girl and corner her. And go, here's your Sesame Street book, you baby. Does baby need her diaper change? Why don't you read counting as one, two, three, meh, 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 meh. How I knew this girl was a fucking cash before they even started talking about it is the fact that, uh, bitch, you're starting on the sixth book of this. Come on. Like, you would have gotten, you dip your toe into the anime tits. First, the first couple books until they introduce the character with the big anime tits. You don't. You, nobody runs a marathon without at least jogging around the block first. Like you need to ease your way into those big fat fucking dragon tits. Okay, 
So, have you read this book since? Have you read the whole thing, or did you just look at a couple? Pages? No, I was just looking for the tits. What is this book? Can you just? Can, can I've you? seen the anime. So you know a lot about this. Yeah. Well, I've only read a couple of pages. I don't know. Although I have watched all 175 episodes of this uh, on using that VLC thing, the traffic cone shit that you watch your goddamn anime on. Yeah, Miss Kobayashi's big fat dragon titties. Can you very quickly summarize the plot of this show? Yeah, uh, world where dragons exist, they can take human forms. Girl wanders into the woods, finds a dragon. Dragon, dragon falls in love with human and lives with her as the maid. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so there's only one maid. No, there are multiple maids and they all dress up. No, they don't dress up as maids. That's wrong. There is only one maid, but uh, other dragons do show up and just start living in the house. There's this weird thing about maids with this anime thing. Like Sriracha told me about maid cafes and how there are these cartoons where like there's different kind of maids. And then this one time, the two dudes who set us up with our show up in Montreal, we, I was trying to set up like a regular like D&D thing with them because they were both really funny. They had me and you play some kind of role playing game where we played maids. Yeah. We had to like roll for our hair color and our bust size and all this crap. What? It, like, I I kind of don't understand the fascination with maids in the Japanese culture, but I'm not I'm not I don't want to like just mock it. Like I'm willing to learn about Beast it. Beast of shit out of me, man. I don't know. It's probably a pedo thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's all probably pedo shit. Are all maids like <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna stop this conversation now. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh Zwick, cut out me trying to go deeper into maids, because clearly there's nothing there. We, I thought you might have, like, some observations. Beats the fuck out of me, man. I don't, I don't know, because I see there's so many maid things, and I'm trying to think to myself, like, what's the American equivalent thing we've fetishized? I don't know, lifeguards, maybe? But it's like, they're already dressed, like, in bikinis. Like, like... Lifeguards? What? What a bizarre choice. Well, Baywatch, the 90s. It was like there was a whole thing where like sexy life. Like I'm trying to think of like a profession that we in America have fetishized like Japan. Teachers? But it's like there aren't like a Nurses? Yeah, maybe. There is something weird about. Okay, so think about it. Like teachers, nurses, maids. They are all like servants essentially. Like your nurse, like nurses you back to health. Your maid, like your your teacher, nurses you with knowledge. Nurses you with knowledge, huh? I was wondering how you were going to stretch that. This is not a stretch. That's a huge stretch. Teachers are literally caretakers. They are responsible for the health and safety of children for eight hours a day. They're not. If you have a shitty teacher in there, and your kids run away. The, the primary goal of a teacher is to make sure none of these kids die while I'm at work. You guys heard that freight from the horse's mouth. The Sirios, ba- teachers are overpriced babysitters, coconuts. <laughs> he hates it when kids get educated. You probably would have pulled that big titty dragon book out of the library. Because <laughs> you don't care if the kids are read or not. <laughs> I'm so glad. Me, Wait. I think reading and water is fundamental. <laughs> It's time for us to do a big goal. My stomach is really starting to hurt. Just like the people of Indonesia's stomachs consistently hurt because they're all <laughs> drinking the sink water. Speaking of anime, our we recorded a couple of weeks ago before you went off to successfully win the war in Indonesia. We recorded a bunch of like fake anime voiceover clips for 
lo-fi indie hip-hop beats to chill and relax to. And game to. And game to, thank you, uh, for focus and study and whatever. Girl with the headphones and the orange with the, yeah, exactly. Listeners made some incredibly cool songs using our clips. Have you heard these songs yet? I have. What did you think of the songs? They were great. Yeah. I was... It's like been my dream forever to be like a voiceover guy, and I've never like put the time into doing it or like asked anybody how to do it. I've just always assumed that someone at some point would be like, "You should do voices for me." And um, so to hear our voiceover clips in these songs was like actually like very very awesome for me. Let's hear one of the songs right now. Sometimes I just look up at the stars. When I do, I think of her, my my Annabelle. you know what we have to do we got to record more of these lo-fi hip-hop indie beats to relax to clips bold of you to assume people are gonna do this twice <laughs> they did it once let's say they do it twice so after the credits of this episode me and sarantra are just gonna record 10 minutes of these goddamn clips like maybe not 10 minutes but we're gonna record a bunch of clips i'm ready yeah so if you if you can turn our clips into Audio gold, please do so. And let's say we'll have a cash prize for the best song. Or oh, will we? <laughs> we? We just paid all the ranches. We did. I've spent, uh, we told all the replacement ranches we'd pay them like $10 each. Yeah. I've spent like 70 bucks so far. Yeah. And if you haven't invoiced us yet, replacement rancher, invoice us. You send an invoice to asterios.coconos at gmail.com or you can send a Venmo pay request to at asterios. We'll send you, it's, it's like, it's really nice that like we, can pay people to do comedy. I'm like, I really like doing it. Okay, fine. Five dollars. Best song is 25 bucks coming out of my pocket. You God don't have to pay for Okay, it. deal. All right, cool. How about this? You pay five dollars and I'll pay the other 20. Deal. All right, cool. All right. 
Uh, that's it for this week's episode of the Loudest Podcast. Uh, our theme song was brought to you by Waterboy. Our closing theme song uh, is brought to you by uh, Tom from the Roast Mortem Podcast. And this a- episode was lovingly edited by Zwick. Uh, next week, we'll tell you all about these cool new posters we have coming out that we think make amazing holiday gifts. If you pledge $15, uh, you can, you'll get two of them sent to you in the mail. And then uh, if you pledge more, you'll get more posters because we want to make it easy for people to get like as many posters as they want to give out Christmas gifts. Get your holiday shopping done early. Yeah. Real far ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is the fucking time to do it. Um, that's it. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Are you ready to record some of these clips and then we'll do it? Do you, do you want to take a break or do you want to just roll right into oh, it? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm rolling. Okay, cool. All right. Um, let's see. Um, gentlemen, we are all here to discuss a big, big problem. What will we do about Roboman? Am I supposed to participate in your sketch or do my own thing? You can do either. You can participate or you can do your... It's like we can just keep hitting the ball back and forth, but if you see like a point to jump in, you can jump in. Rebecca. What is this? This book. I'm looking, I'm flipping through the pages. How could you bring something so vile into my house? Why do the dragons have breasts? That's really good. All right, let me see. Try not I- to laugh. I've been told I laugh at my own jokes too much. No, I told, it, if the only time you shouldn't laugh at your own jokes is now so they can make good I audio. I know, clips. I try so hard to suppress. You did a good job. I failed at drinking water, guys. I only drank. I drank like half of a gallon of water. That's fine. That's more than most people drink. I'm proud of you. I'll drink the rest of the gallon of water. I'll pour it into my anus. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, live chat audience. Um, also, you can pitch ideas for us to come up with these <laughs> with these things on. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, table for two. Yes, of course. Uh, under the name uh, Giant Bug. Ooh, okay. Well, I guess we'll give you the best table in the restaurant, Mr. and Mrs. Beetle. Charlie, get me a large glass of sink water. Start my meal off right. Then, let's bring... You, do you want hors d'oeuvres, sweetie? Oh, wait, am I the bug? I can't be the man bug. <laughs> okay, so, so, uh... Yes, I would like roast human. All right, hold on, let me see if I come up with another one. Um, Improv, baby. This video game is too addictive. People start playing the game and they lose all sight of everything else. They they don't shower, they don't go to school. It's Well, these video games are out of control. We've got to do something about these video games. Well, golly gee, Bill, I've been cleaning the deck on this ship for hours.
They do those sometimes. That's good. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Lime Jinjo saying, can you do one where Asteris is choking death on a fruit gummy? <laughs> okay. Can you? Okay, let's do it. Um, oh, look at this gummy bear. This looks delicious. I can't wait to eat this gummy bear. Mm-hmm. Stuck in my throat. Travis, are you choking? I'm choking on a gummy bear. Travis, I need clear. I'm choking on a gummy bear. No, Travis, just swallow. It's too delicious. I want to chew it. Just swallow the bear, Travis. I swallowed it's wasted. This is the world's most delicious gummy bear. Travis. It's so gummy. Oxygen. It's the ultimate gummy bear. I can't believe he died by gummy bear. All right, let's see. Nasela says, do one where Sarancha is leaving to fight a battle of revenge and she knows she's going to die. That's okay. a good one. Do it. Shh, shh. I've been preparing my whole life for this. Brady, I know I know what fate awaits me out there, out there, the dirty, dirty sink water. But I'm prepared to risk my life to make sure that these porgs no longer have to evacuate their bowels in flower pots. And for that goal, I'm willing to put my life on the line. That's a good one. Do you like that? Yeah. All right, let me see if I can do it. Let me see if I can do one where it's like Spike Spiegel off to fight the last battle. Yeah, do it. All right. Let's see. It would be like, uh, we can't win every fight we have. I've won a lot of them. I've lost a lot of them too. But the important thing is that you keep fighting. And you fight and you fight. And you fight some more. And you fight and you keep fighting. You fight a little more, and then you fight a lot more. And then you fight a medium amount. Then you stop fighting for a second. Oh, I was joking. I'm going to keep fighting. And that's how you win. And sometimes that's how you lose. That was really, really good. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. Can we get one where Asteris is a hard-boiled cop on the, on the brink of finishing a cold case? All right, let's both be hard-boiled cops. Okay. Oh, right. We're both the bad cops? <laughs> yeah, we're, I like that. I like that we're both the bad cop. All right, it's... Uh, it's I've been working every angle of this case for years. Still haven't figured out where that little girl is. Wait a minute. There's a napkin here. And it says... Pizza restaurant in Washington, D.C. What is the... What is this? The matzo pizza? What is this? I can't believe I'm two minutes away from retirement and taking on one last case. I sure hope I don't get shot in some pedophile tunnels. That will ruin my retirement. Going. I can't. I don't know anything else. All right, let me try. Let me try that. I really like that. I like how PizzaGate has turned like something that definitely did happen. A billionaire having sex with children into like a conspiracy thing. Well, Pizzagate was it was Pizzagate about Jeffrey Epstein? I thought he played a role in it. Pizzagate was about like the guy. <laughs> it was about the Democratic National Committee. Oh, okay. That was a whole other thing. <laughs> it was not about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> um, oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna let me let me see if I can do that. I'm four seconds away from retirement. Three, two. One half second. Oh my god, I've been shot! Oh no, a man came in to defend the honor of the pizza restaurant. <laughs> oh, I got shot. Oh, damn it. And when a bullet goes inside you, they take away your retirement. I wish I'd signed on to a better retirement plan. Oh. Oh. 
because this is honestly only a flesh wound, I will definitely be fine. They just shot me through the arm. But there goes my retirement. <laughs> Why is my or the investments in my retirement based on how many bullets are inside me? It makes no sense. <laughs> ah, there's so many more bullets. Now they're going to take away other people's retirements. I can't believe I lost my retirement because my partner got shot. <laughs> what a stupid pension plan. Thanks. Why? Thanks, Jeff Bezos, who now owns the police force. Damn you, AmazonCops.com! <laughs> Although we do show up, we do show up very quickly, but at what cost? Ah, oh, so many bullets. <sighs> Let's see. Ster- Conrad Catful writes, Asteris just realized he's lost to the corn maze and will die there. He <laughs> writes one final letter and ties it to a pigeon. The pigeon takes it to Sarancha. Aww. Okay. I like every part of this. I like every part of this too. Except where you die. I don't like that part either. All right, so it's uh so it's um I've been lost. Lost for days. Lost and alone and afraid in this corn maze. I wish I didn't love corn mazes so much. So I could just go through the walls of this easy to walk through corn and get to safety, but I've got to solve the maze. Praise the maze. I'm going to do this corn maze right or die trying. And I guess it'll be the second one. I'm going to write one last letter to the woman I love. Sriracha. But I tied to the leg of this pork. Pork. Go free. Find the love of my life. And tell her I'm sorry that I love mazes more than living. And meanwhile, the pork is like eating a tunnel <laughs> through the cord. But you, it's like, no, I can't degrade the integrity of the maze. <laughs> <laughs> you little cheater, get back here. Stop eating your way through the wall. That's not how you win a corn maze. You might have won my heart, but you definitely didn't win the maze, you dirty bird. <laughs> All right. King Fraser says, do one about nootropics. Oh, that's great. Let's do like an infomercial. I mean, I'm thinking infomercial, but if you have another take on nootropics. What about a sexy infomercial? Let's do it. You can you lead it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Mm, hey, baby. You want to, they say we only use 10% of our brain. You want to unlock the other 90%. You don't don't need shampoo. What you need is nootropics from, I don't know, some Chinese store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. Nobody exercises. You don't need that exercise. You don't need those antidepressants. Fuck no, you don't need therapy. You need to take these questionable substances. <laughs> Chock full of lead to help improve your brain function. I can't stop laughing. Hey, are you looking for pills that will help you improve your brain activity that are recommended by people whose brain activity has almost certainly ceased? <laughs> and you'll love nootropics. That's right. Both Joe Rogan and Alex Jones recommend that you take these weird white pills from Canada and you'll be as smart as them? Don't forget Mike Cernovich. Mike okay. Cernovich? Oh, right. You have his gorilla mind pills. Oh, fuck yeah, I do. And my brain works like a flash. Like, trying to follow my brain is like trying to race the flash when your legs got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's see. Nisela says, do one... Of Asteris begging for another heroin shot. All right, I like this. So let's say, like, you're my drug dealer. Okay. All right. Hey, um, 
Hey, uh, Phil, it's uh, Stereos again. <laughs> Sorry to bother you, but I just keep running out of this heroin stuff. It's really good. Oh, yeah, and- that tends to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you've got any more heroin at all, I would love some more heroin. I would love some more heroin. I would love some more heroin. Uh, now, Sirius, I know this is out of character for me, since I got you addicted to the heroin, but I'm concerned about your heroin habit. What? Yeah, I know, I'm concerned too, that I don't have enough of it. That it's just like, goes in one arm and out the other, right? <laughs> I mean, right? I'm so cu- if you have any more heroin, that would be great. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off from the heroin. <laughs> You've oh, gone too far, man. I get it. You're cutting me off from heroin, so you can recommend to me super heroin from the makers of heroin. Double shot strength heroin. Gimme, 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 gimme. What is this? Is this still Vaporwave or are we just doing improv comedy now? Vaporwave is the ultimate improv comedy. Think about it. It's so funny. It's just all silly on jokes episode, and shapes. On this episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! Vapefeld! That would be great. They should mix those. You know how they do like the Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> Once of those, except Bart is crying and wearing a young lean shirt. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, Bart, are you listening to Vapor Way? <laughs> All right, let's do a couple of Seinfeld vapes and then we'll be done. Okay. All right. Uh, it would it would be like uh, it'd be like George. She listens to vaporwave. She listens to vaporwave. She's listening to vaporwave. She's wearing the young lean shirts. She's constantly smoking her vape and listening to the vaporwave. She's always got these low-fly, chilled hip hop beats to relax and gain to. I heard she's listening to vaporwave. <laughs> okay, door opens up. <laughs> Somebody say vaporwave. 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 Why do kids like this vaporwave so much? <laughs> I'm trying to do my best, Elaine. I'm You're not very really good at Elaine. it. Okay, so uh, now now I'll do this. Elaine, ah, uh, I hear that you have the perfect voice for vaporwave. And so we've set you up in this uh, audio studio and just give us your best Beat. We feel like we can really move some merchandise with these beats. Oh, my best beat. I don't know what Elaine would do in this situation. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, hold on. How, okay, maybe I'll do like Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll do. Uh, I'll do. Um, all right. So it's the opening and Seinfeld's doing stand-up at the opening of his thing. Vaporwave. Vaporwave, vaporwave, vaporwave. Everybody's talking about vaporwave. You know... When I was a kid, we had a new wave, but there's a newer wave, and it's called Vaporwave. You know why they call it Vaporwave? Because you can't listen to it. It just disappears in your ears like vapor. Wave? Wave bye-bye to Vaporwave. And why do these college kids not want me to use racial slurs anymore? All these safe space college kid cucks, and they want their hug blankets. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I'm worth half a billion dollars, and I have nothing better to do than complain about Vaporwave. He's worth half a billion dollars? Yeah, because he owns the half the rights to Seinfeld. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. He is worth... he Him and the other guy, they're worth like more money than God. That's it's, crazy. Because every time Seinfeld... Like, 
couple of years ago, Seinfeld got bought by Hulu for $400 million, but it's still running on TBS and it's still running on terrestrial television and it's still running all around the world. And now it just got bought by Netflix for like another $400 million. It's just like, it's, it is a license to print money, that show. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, let's see. A- okay, let's do one more. One ASMR more. tampon education. You want to take us home? Uh-huh. All right. Hi there, guys. Today we're going to talk about how to insert a tampon into your bagoo. We're going to start with the tampon in hand and really just sham it. Obviously, you've taken a good chance. Not a pussy-ass bitch. Go get the carbons. Do it, pussy. I use the carbons on your first try. You're not no punk-ass bitch. <laughs> Shove it up there and then deep into the Red Sea. <laughs> Fire the rocket into the Dead Sea! The, the tampon! More like tamp, you're turning me off! <laughs> you gotta tamp down the tamp talk! <laughs> Can you tell I'm really padding out my set? That's really funny. I didn't think I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> God damn it! Alright, that's it. Goodbye. I hope you guys have enjoyed whatever this was. <laughs> it was great! That's what it was. <laughs> I got an idea. It'll make us famous. It'll make us rich. It'll make us a lot of money. We're always listening to that vaporwave, lo-fi, hip-hop beats and stay relaxed to channel on YouTube. And game too. And game, you can game to the beat. I want to record a bunch of that dialogue with you right now. Finally, my calling, the stars have aligned. Let me tell you, Asterios. Yes? I am, I literally was in the shower the other day yeah. making up audio for those type of things because I listened to so much of that stuff. All right. Because that's how all these songs start. This is the flower. The flower that my mom gave me before she... Sometimes I just look up at the stars. And when I do, I think of her. My Annabelle. Wonderful tonight. Tonight. It's a girl's job to be lovely and wonderful. Mysterious, how could you? Babe, I didn't want you to find out about this. I thought I'd get the money. Well, better to not get into it.